It's one thing to say the heavens declare the glory of God until we start seeing earthquakes and hurricanes. But sometimes you got to walk through some stuff so that you'll know that in the midst <laughs> of the severity, there can be some serenity. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. The storms may roar without me. My heart may low be laid. But God is all around me. And can I be dismayed? Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you again with more concepts from God's Word. In this particular message, taking into account where we are in the midst of storms and hurricanes and tornadoes, serenity amid the severity. Stay tuned, you'll be blessed. Now open your Bibles and let's consider from God's Word, Psalm 29, Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory do his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. Well, I'm going to be talking in this particular passage from the theme, Serenity Amid the Severity. What a time we're living in. A time when the age-old book known to us as the Bible vindicates its own authenticity by the accuracy of its prophecy. What a time we are living in. A time when the age-old book, the Bible, vindicates its own authenticity by the accuracy of its prophecy. I've repeated it for a reason. We need to understand that the Bible is indeed the blueprint for all Earth's occurrences. Some things, if you want to know what's going on, you'll never get the full understanding if you do not include the Bible in your reading and research. I'm so glad I came to know the Bible. We've been teaching on Thursday nights about the Bible its origins, its significance, 
its relevance. But nothing is more profound than to be able to read your Bible and then look out your window and see it happening. In our present climate, hurricanes sweeping over nations and islands. The lead one for this season, Irma, with its monstrous fury raging as a category five. Irma, with its torrential rains, and crashing thunders, and flashing lightnings, and howling winds, leaving in its wake untold disasters. shocking the world with its immensity and with its fury. Would you believe it? Two others are following in close proximity. Jose and, is it Katia? CNN, the Weather Channel, and other news organizations are busy analyzing these storms and warning of their impact. In the prayer that preceded this message, you heard certain islands that were, were focused upon, pointed out, islands that have suffered the impact of this vicious storm. Some call it a monster storm. You've read it and I've read it. You've heard the news and I've heard the news. There are islands and places and soon Florida will be able to testify of its horrors. But the Bible predicted it. The author by the name of Glenn Gromacki questioned when looking at the scenes of our times. And he asked the question, are these the last days? And I hasten to say that according to the scriptures, they certainly represent the last days. Signs are foretelling. But the moment is nearing when he shall appear. St. Matthew in his gospel records in chapter 24, verse 6 through 8. What we can expect and anticipate in this season of the last days. Signs. Signs in the earth, signs in the heavens. Signs in relationships. Signs in human behavior. Read it for yourself. Matthew 24, 6 through 8. And then if you go on down to cha uh, same chapter, verse 29 to 30, and what you will find further is that men's hearts going to fail them. Okay? So heart attacks is included in the signs of the times. St. Luke in his gospel also records these critical end time events. 
Chapter 21 of St. Luke, verse 9 through 11, and also verses 25 and 26. Read it for yourself. Get up to date. Get up to date so that nothing will catch you by surprise. Get up to date so that you will not uh, accuse God foolishly. Get up to date so that you might know what to expect, what to anticipate, and also to know that the same scriptures that were written thousands of years ago are representing headlines today. In fact, Jesus indicted those of his day, saying to them that you hypocrites, with all your learning, with all of your ability to delve into astrology and reading the signs of the skies, but yet you cannot discern the signs of the times. Matthew 16, 3. In our text today, David metaphorically captures a vision of the astrological signs of the end time. Though written hundreds of years before, yet his vision represents what you and I are even now experiencing in our times. The three points of this message, the menace, the meaning, the mercy. Stay tuned. You will be further blessed through this word. So you and I have to understand that what we are supposed to be doing at this time is ascribing. Read, 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 read it again, Pastor. All right, verse 1. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory due his name. We don't have to understand everything, but we do know his name. And since we know his name, we ought to be able to give him glory just for his name's sake. Uh, shucks. You know, I don't understand that we, we come out, we kind of miss it sometimes. God gets his greater glory when in the midst of the severest experience, you can find a serenity that holds you, that keeps you. And you know it's ma not man, it's not your ability, it's not your cleverness, it's not all that. It's about God. That when everything else is falling apart, he can hold you together. I'm going to say my own amen. amen. Give him glory. Amen. What? Do his name. Paul, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 11, makes a profound statement when he says, Knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Come on. It's a New Testament passage, but it's appropriate here. We can see how apropos it is in the sense that it is speaking about God's terror. Don't fool with God. He's not only great and majestic, he's powerful. 
seas and the waves obey his will. What a God we serve. I love him today when I consider the menace and all that we have to face of threats and terror. But God is still God. That's why we persuade men, come on in. It's going to rain. Come on in. You think we're playing? Come on in. If you stay out there without God, you're hopeless. Come on in. It's going to rain. All this other stuff you're placing emphasis on has no eternal relevance. It's not about whether you like church or don't like church. It's not a whether or not you like this instead of, uh, or you like the, uh, mm, I, and there are other writings. There are other writings. And for a lot of people, the Bible is a book written by white people to keep black folk in slavery. That's one of the first things somebody dropped on me about the Bible. Hmm? Kind of funny, ain't it? When the first folks that went in slavery were white. And when I raised that, the person said, well, what do you mean? I said, they were Jews, right? So then he said, but there were black Jews too. I said, but weren't there some white ones? Come on, that's nonsense. That's foolishness. You don't have to know anything about exegetics and hermeneutics and all that stuff to get some sense. Nobody could write this book but God. When the authors, some 40 of them, across different periods of time, geographical locations divided by thousands of miles, and come on, don't even know them, not part of the family, but what this one writes coincides with what that one wrote, and what that one wrote coincides with what this one wrote. And you're going to tell me this book is not supernaturally written. Well, we sincerely trust that you have been blessed through this message and that as we face the storms in life and of life, may God grant you grace and mercy. You may be able to give him glory. Until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.